0: Oh uh, oh. Uh, uh, uh.
1: No, how are you? Are we all set? Are I we ready? Are we set? Are we doing it? Think so. Okay. Uh, are you cooking? No. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I wish you weren't a liar. I I know you do. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. I know you do. Good times, good times. Good times. Um, Fair warning. So, as I've said in the past, there are people who feel like the tennis court is not for tennis, but it's for entertaining their toddlers at, at, what time is it now? Seven at night. I feel like these kids should be getting their bath and getting tucked in the bed, but instead they're running around the tennis court and every intermittently... There's um, blood-curdling
0: screams
1: (laughs) emitting from said tennis court. Um, Yeah, so if you hear a blood-curdling scream in the background, please be assured, listening audience, no children were hurt in the recording of this episode of Wait, Tell Me Everything. it's simply my inconsiderate neighbors. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um. So, yeah. Uh, how was your week? Week was great. Okay. I, had play. I was on anti-duty for uh-huh. most of my week, and that is always uh, fun. Oh, it was a good and, time? Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Excellent. Huh, and now you're back home in in the city. Mm-hmm. I am. I am. I am. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. Very good. Um. All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and... Uh... <coughs> Uh-oh. I had an episode today because I mentioned to you via text... I pulled a muscle in like the stupidest way possible Mm -hmm. and I was in like a ton of pain at work. Like on the, it happened. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, listening audience, you know how you sit in your driver's seat of your car and you have ladies, you have your bag or your tote bag, your purse gentleman maybe a briefcase or backpack of some sort and you're it's in your lap you're looking through it to get something out right this is a familiar scenario and then you simply get what you need out of the bag and then you take the bag and you hoist it out of your lap to your right back into the passenger seat right okay that's with you yeah yeah that's what i did and when i did that Apparently, that was equivalent to being hit by a linebacker in the NFL. Because <laughs> my left shoulder was completely spazzing out. like, And, like, inside, like, it was one of those, like, pulled, like, tight stitches in in your muscle that was, like, in between muscles. Like, the muscle, like, your pectoral muscle that's, like, you know, like in front, and the, like, equivalent muscle who, that's, like, in the back, like, it was in between those two, like, sandwiched in between that. So mm-hmm. as I'm driving to work, um, this pain, like, it started right away, and it just keeps getting worse and worse to the point where when I get to the job, I'm, like, not only in pain, but I'm also, like, I don't think I can carry my bag into the, like, I'm, like, so I make this very sad attempt to like make it most of the way I actually make it all the way through the parking lot carrying my bag I start off carrying it on my shoulder that's really uncomfortable I move it over to my right side still super uncomfortable and as I'm about to cross the street one of my coworkers pulls up and he's like hey you you know he's like do you need help and I was like yes so he parks and I actually just stop and wait for him And he carries my bags in because I can't keep going with my bags in hand. Like, I was so, like, I was, like, doubled over in pain. So then I go over to my uh, emergency department and I tell my nurses, and, of course, they get right on it. They give me, like, a palmful of pills and um, one of (laughs) – which, of course, I, like, pop without question. And one of my – uh, the same nurse who gives me the medicine, she like is like, ho- miss like holistic yoga, whatever. So she has me do all these like stretches. And she tries like, to massage like the area like to try to get in there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like in there, like it's locked in between those two muscles. So yeah, it just was not happening. Like it was not getting any better. So I stayed at work like most of the day. But then at some point, like I just went ahead and called um The massage garage, you know over in Culver City, the little like super like low maintenance little like massage place or whatever that I love that 's super cheap and easy to go to and um and made an appointment because I was like, okay, somebody needs to like like an actual masseuse like needs to like deep tissue style like get in there and um so that 's what I did so it's it 's better now but i'm still pretty sore um because she like you know she like got all in the mix and like you know cranked it out so uh it's still pretty stiff, stiff and sore uh, and i'm not sure if it's 100 percent resolved but um it's better than it was so yeah so it's i mean honestly but it i, I hate that it's something that's so stupid it's not like i was out like Chopping wood for the winter, <laughs> like I literally moved my back out of my lap onto the cha- onto the seat next to me, um so it's just it's infuriating that this is we're of that age where you can turn wrong yeah. and right you, know, you throw something out, yeah, exactly, oh hey, good news develop mm-hmm. developing news in my tennis court. the lights just went out, so that means that they are on their way out so. Maybe we will be spared the blood-curdling screams. If only we could hope. We can hope. I mean, I don't think they're going to be out there in the dark with the children, but well, I don't think they should be out there at all. So what do I know? Yeah, what do you know? I'm clearly nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we get this party started? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, Sure. Alrighty, so I have uh, two um, stories, um, there's actually but one of them separate, and then the other two are about the midterm elections, there's so much going on in the news that it was actually really oh, hard yeah. to to narrow down, like, what to, there, I mean, there's literally, like, at least seven or eight stories that I could have chosen, Um most to do with the midterm so i try to narrow it down anyhow so we'll start with the first one which is the more uh, serious and um difficult of them and this is out of the wall street journal uh, by ian lovett diane Frosch, and susha ellenson the headline is police Motive in southern california bar massacre mm-hmm. gunman who was visited by authorities in april was confirmed dead after attack at the popular borderline bar and grill so this is out of thousands so Thousand Oaks, California. Mm -hmm. Um, Shortly after 11 p.m. Wednesday, a 28-year-old Marine Corps veteran strode up to the front entrance of a country music bar in the Los Angeles suburb that was hosting its weekly college dance party. As more than 100 people sipped drinks and took line dancing lessons inside, Ian David Long, bearded and dressed in black, took out a 45 caliber pistol equipped with an extended magazine and shot the bouncer entering the door he shot several more employees including a cashier while hurling a smoke bomb witnesses took witnesses told investigators then he turned his handgun on the crowd in a matter of minutes 12 people were killed according to authorities mr long was later found dead inside the building having apparently shot himself Uh, matthew curry who's 20 years old was walking from the dance floor when he heard the five shots outside the bar before the shooter entered he said it was like fish in a barrel. The country music blaring through the bar was pierced by the sounds of men crying, women screaming, and then more gunfire. One man threw a bar stool through a window. Mr. Curry and others climbed through and jumped eight feet to the ground below to escape. He said it was just mayhem. The bloodshed in this city, 30 miles west of Los Angeles, which had only two homicides in all of 2017, came, came less than two weeks after a man shot and killed 11 people at a Pittsburgh synagogue. From Las Vegas to Parkland, Florida, Pittsburgh to Santa Fe, Texas, the nation has been shaken by the frequency of mass shootings over the past two years. The Federal Bureau of Investigation says 30 active shooter incidents in 2017 left in a hundred, I'm sorry, left 138 people dead, both the highest totals since the FBI began tracking in 2000. The FBI defines an active shooter as someone actively engaged in killing or attempting to kill people in a populated area. Authorities were trying to determine why Long, who served five years in the Marines and saw combat in Afghanistan as a machine gunner opened fire at the borderline bar and grill, tucked away in a suburban strip mall. Mr. Long may have been struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder, according to Sheriff Jeff Dean of Ventura County. Uh, Sheriff Dean says, it's a horrific scene in there. There's blood everywhere. Tragic, senseless, senseless loss of life. People who knew Long said he returned from his military service, bulked up and apparently troubled in 2013 the same year his four-year marriage ended in divorce his mother with whom he lived sometimes says she wished he would stay away um, according to a neighbor by the name of Richard Burge
0: um,
1: it goes on to explain in April that authorities, this is this past April, authorities were called to the long home on a quiet suburban Street, where they found him acting irate and irrationally. Mr. Dean said um, that mental health responders arrived soon after, but determined he wasn't a threat and didn't qualify for an involuntary psychiatric hold. The shooter legally purchased the Glock pistol he used at a gun store in the city of Simi Valley in Ventura County. According to a law enforcement official, he used an extended magazine during the attack, which may have been illegal in California. The state has outlawed magazines that can hold more than 10 rounds, but some older ones were exempted from that ban. It was unclear why long targeted the bar, which had invited students from local universities, including, I will add here, my alma mater, Pepperdine, um, Cal Lutheran, and Park College. Uh, some students told of confusion rippling through the crowd after the gunman opened fire. It took a couple of seconds for people to realize what was going on, and chaos broke out, said Cole Knapp, who was a 19-year-old college student. When the gunman paused, possibly to reload, Knapp rushed to an outdoor balcony for smokers crowded with people unaware of what was happening inside. He shouted for them to run. Holden Hera, 20 years old, said that after he saw the shooter execute the cashier, he fell to the floor to cover up for safety and started crawling. When Hera reached his car, he started hyperventilating. He said his hands contorted in panic. As he fired, the military-trained gunman was silent, witnesses said. He operated with lethal efficiency. Investigators believe only one person shot by Long survived, a Sheriff's Department spokesman said. Twenty oh, yeah. others suffered injuries while trying to escape, the, spokesman's, um, the spokesman added. Between five and six minutes after the first report of the shooting, a highway patrol officer and sheriff sergeant, 29-year-old Ron Helis, rushed into the bar. They exchanged fire with a gunman, and Sergeant, sergeant Helis was hit fatally. According, uh, sheriff Dean said he died a hero. He went in to save lives. Without Mr. Helis' quick action, he added many more would have died. Hmm. Um. On Thursday, uh, authorities searched the Long home for clues. Long, uh, again, he served in the Marine Corps from 2008 to 2013 and had been deployed out to Afghanistan from 2010 to 2011, according to the summary of his service records. After leaving the Marines, he did not use Department of Veteran Affairs health care benefits, according to the department's spokesman. 20 veterans commit suicide each day on average, and 14 of those did not seek government assistance. Hours after the shooting, a crowd waited at a local teen center designated for people to reunite with loved ones. Tucker Gibson, 19, has been searching for his childhood friend since first hearing the news of the shooting at 530 a.m. He said he saw his friend's brother at the center but still couldn't find his friend, who he knew frequented the bar. I came here from LA when I was two because my mom wanted to get away from danger, Mr. Gibson said in disbelief. Nearby Pepperdine University said it was providing counseling services to its students. Freshman, Elena Housley was among those killed. Jason Kaufman learned that his 22 year old son Cody was killed in the shooting. I am speechless and heartbroken, he said. Wednesday night, he spoke to his son just before he went to the bar. Mr. Coffin said, the first thing I said was, don't drink and drive. The last thing I said was, son, I love you.
0: Um,
1: so that's the news out of Thousand Oaks, California. So very sad. And it's both um, both geographically close to home for me. I mean, the yeah. Thousand Oaks. Go ahead. Is, um, is th- and when they describe it, if you're not from L.A. or you're you know, not familiar with L.A., um, Thousand Oaks is like this really nice suburb. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's quiet, like like the article said, you know, in 2017, it had all of two homicides, which is probably high for them. Right. Um, it's a place that you go to move to have good schools and low crime and no drama. Um, so it's definitely... Um, You know, not not any place that you would. It's a place where you would feel safe, Um, and um, it also hits home personally um, because of the um, the number of students out of um, Pepperdine University, which is where I went um, for undergrad, and um, and actually even more so because um, Elena Housley is um, Adam Housley's niece. Um, Adam Housley was an underclassman when I was at Pepperdine. i think we we overlapped like the last uh 2 years that i was there um and um so um he was actually actually no i think he was a junior when i was a senior um he was student body president and um and he's he's known now for being um having previously been a correspondent for fox news and he's also uh, married to uh, uh tamara. tamara yeah t- uh, tamara of tia and tamara um and they uh met through pepperdine circles so there's a big kind of you know just pepperdine family extension um and it was um, also very like painful to like social media yeah see them trying to find her find her Yeah. I think what was the hardest thing about it was this idea that, you know, they knew that she had, you know, they, they, she, her friends had posted or she had posted on Facebook or wherever that they were going to go out line dancing that night. Um, They also could track her iPhone. Her phone phone was was still there. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was all these kind of, you know, there's all these clues indicating that she was definitely there. And Mm -hmm. then to, um, Finally, have confirmed that she was one of the twelve who was killed. Um, So just, just it's just sad. I mean, like you can't go to church, you can't go to to worship, you can't go have fun, you can't go to concerts, you can't do anything anymore without
0: without these events at least at the very
1: at the back of your mind. Because again, like these are, and you know, like the article mentioned, like you know, you have this is two weeks haven't even passed since the last mass shooting at the synagogue. Um, there's there as actually a, uh, there's a one gentleman who survived this shooting. I um, saw that who
0: was at
1: the Las Vegas thing, who was also at the Las Vegas thing, which is not unusual because there were a ton of people. Cause the Las Vegas um, shooting was highly attended even though it wasn 't geographically um, like as close as this, because it was Vegas and because it was a big like country music festival, uh, there were a ton of people and I think I mentioned this you know when we covered the, yeah. on the podcast at that time that there were a ton of people from my job who were there or who knew people there or who knew people who died there um because it was highly attended because vegas is so easy to get to and it was like a big country music thing and because of yeah there we are a 30 minute plane ride like it's right it's so easy and um and where i work is also you know again close to this and everyone who i work with lives in ventura county for the most part Mm -hmm. or santa clarita like santa clarita simi valley all those areas so it's all very connected country line dancing right Right. Bar. So yeah, it would seem like it would be the same kind of crowd. It's the same, the same of group of people pulling from the same similar mm. demographics, except for here you had a lot of college students. Right. Um. Apparently it was their college night yeah. where they do, you know, so mm. just the fact that like, you know, I mean, uh, it's just, it's awful. It's so awful. Um, And I just, my heart goes out to... Um, these families, you know, who you, it, it's like, it's hard enough. You send your kid off to college and you just hope for the best. And mm-hmm. you're always like, you know, but, you know, again, like when you send them to Pepperdine and they're going to go party in Malibu, you're worried that you are like this, like the parent, the father that was quoted at the end of this article, you're worried that they're going to drink and drive. You're worried that they're going to make bad decisions you're not worried that they're going to be gunned down, mm-hmm. um, but apparently you ought to be worried that that's a possibility. Um, so, just super sad. I just, I've been kind of, I've been following it all day just because of, especially with the Adam Housley connection and um, and the Pepperdine connection has been mm. um, on my mind all day. So, um, I don't, I don't know. And obviously this guy was deeply disturbed. I mean, clearly um, not just from today, but just like, you know, obviously they'd Mm -hmm. had police called out for him before his mother wasn't super comfortable with him being at home. Like he was, you know, uh, on the edge, it seems like, um, so it's just super unfortunate that, you know, and for him to be a veteran, you just have to wonder, um, so many veterans come back with PTSD, and mm-hmm. they've seen so many traumatic horrible, horrible and horrible days. things that, like, there's not, I mean, it's not, like, you know, it's, it's harder than just, like, the typical, like, crime thing where it's, like, oh, you know, just somebody who's, I mean, there's always a story behind it, like, even if you're, like, a serial killer or whatever, you know, but... Like, this is so, like, this is someone who probably started off, like, you know, trying to serve his country, and things just went desperately wrong, you know? I don't know. Um, and didn't seek help, or... I don't know. It's just awful. It's just hmm. terrible. So, um, that's, that's my first story, um, and I'm sure there'll be continuing developments um as the week bears on obviously this just happened last night. Mhm. Um okay. Um mm. nationally um as we all know the midterm elections that everyone has been gearing up for forever now it seems like finally took place on Tuesday uh across the nation people voted in midterm elections both for uh, Congress um, seats and um, a lot of gubernatorial races. Mm-hmm. Um, gubernatorial gubernatorial <laughs> um and um and two of those races two of those uh governor races are still kind of up in the air yes they are um so we'll start And those are the, that's what i'm gonna hone in on just because it's kind of interesting um the way this is all playing out so um starting in your uh new hometown mm-hmm. um, of atlanta georgia Uh, This article out of uh, Vox.com by Mr. Uh, Matthew Iglesias. This uh, uh, headline is why Stacey Abrams isn't conceding yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the subheading is absentee ballots could force this race into a runoff. Right. So the plot thickens. Um, It says narrowly behind in the vote. Democrat Stacy Abrams has yet to concede to Republican Secretary of State Brian Kemp in Georgia in one of the most watched gubernatorial races of the year. Kemp currently holds, and by currently, this is as of um, this is as of today at around uh, four o'clock Pacific time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: currently holds a narrow lead of one million nine hundred. 62,547 votes to Abrams, 1,887,161. And Abrams is telling supporters to wait for full counts on absentee ballots to narrow the gap. A critical piece of this puzzle is that in Georgia, unlike in most American states, you need a majority of all votes cast rather than a plurality to win the election, That means that even though Abrams almost certainly won't get enough votes out of the absentee ballot to actually overtake Kemp, she does stand a chance of doing well enough to push him below the 50% threshold, Mm -hmm. Um, and that would trigger a runoff on December 4th that would give Abrams a chance to prevail. And then they add that Libertarian candidate Ted Metz has about 1% of the vote. Um, so I guess he was like that third party guy on the ballot. Yeah. Um, so it says Bleg. Bleg. Ooh, Lord. I Who just is really. Nobody's Blake. Nobody is Bleg. You mean black? The man's na- Not Blake. <laughs> not Bleg. Yep. The man's name. The man's name is Greg Bluestein, and I just wow. took the "bl" from Bluestein and put it at the front of Greg. So, girl, Bleg. Okay, Bleg. I just made a new name. him blague so Bleg of the Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, he Bleg now. Um, he got a new name. He don't know yeah. it. Um, uh, of the Atlanta Journal Constitution observes that historically, these Georgia runoff elections have not gone well for Democrats. Be- both because Republicans tend to do better in low turnout elections mm-hmm. and and because libertarian voters, which would be the guys, the people voting for Mr. Metz over here, both uh, libert- would tend to b- break for the GOP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2008, Democrats held out vague hope that Democrat Jim Martin might be available to prevail in a runoff against Republican Senator Saxby Chambly and provide them with a valuable 60th Senate vote. But instead, Chambly romped to a huge victory. Arlen Specter, switching parties, later briefly gave Democrats 60 votes anyway. Um, One could, however, make the case that things have changed in 2018. President Trump has rallied working class white voters to the GOP's cause, but tends to alienate white college graduates, which has ended up closing the partisan gap in terms of propensity to vote in low turnout elections. And... Throughout 2017 and early 2018, Democrats generally did very well in obscure special elections, only to do somewhat worse in big races that attracted a ton of attention. Of course, an Abrams Kemp race likely would attract tons of national attention, so a runoff might look more like a national midterm than like a typical low turnout runoff election. Mm-hmm. Runoff speculation aside, however, the basic problem for Abrams is that right now she's behind. And though the absentee votes certainly could come through for her, there's no guarantee that they will. The larger background of technical and non-technical voting problems in Georgia this year is also crucial to understand. Kemp stayed in in his job as Secretary of State and administered the election while running in it. Mm-hmm. Democrats had high hopes for Georgia this year, hopes that appear to have been partially vindicated in the suburbs north of Atlanta, where Lucy McBath is likely to prevail in the district John Ossoff initially made famous, and the and sense she that they did, were... yeah, oh, did she? Okay, mm-hmm. and the sense that they potentially robbed, and the sense that they per- were potentially robbed of gubernatorial victory by vote suppression will sting. Meanwhile, the race to replace Kemp as Secretary of State between State Rep Brad Raxtonperger, man, that's a name, and former House member John Barrow looks almost certain certain to head to a runoff. Meaning, election fans will have reason to keep Georgia on our minds for at least another month. See what they did there? Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) so that's what's going on in your state any thoughts
0: Um,
1: you know people are talking about you know him being secretary of state this is something that people have complained about railed against the entire process Mm -hmm. you cannot you know most people you know who you know people who have been secretary of state have run for governor before you know it's happened in california like it happens however mm-hmm. they you know step aside in certain you know either they um step down from their position or like in this case he also sits on like a committee in charge directly of the ele- the elections committee or something so mm-hmm. people in the past have stepped down from that appearance a committee they're not required to but in order to demonstrate that they are not you know there's no conflict of interest because you know it is bad and it also looks bad he didn't sure. do any of those things he still went to those meetings uh, apparently at the last one he didn't say anything but you're mm-hmm. still in the room dude like for real <laughs> like it's so you know mm-hmm. purging voter rolls a uh, large minority, um, majority of those that were purged were, for not voting in the previous election, they purged voters. Um, a large majority of them, like 70% of them were African American. Um, just shenanigans happening on election day, where mm. um, in certain districts that were heavily um, African American, having like three um voting stations at a precinct
0: Hmm. so
1: you have people standing in line for hours hours trying to vote and people not voting so there are instances at several locations where they had lawyers coming in to like you know say hey people need to vote to extend hours so like they had to extend voting in some precincts i saw that 10 o'clock because you know or taking the um the you know we do electronic voting and not providing people with power cords. Like those kinds of things were yeah, happening. Yeah, it's it seems like a lot of funny business. It's a lot of it's like too much. It, <laughs> it's, it's too hard. much. And that's like what someone... it is. Like it's one thing if like one or two places like have a problem but like when it's like multiple random things across multiple random places like you right. start to have to put it you think like, and then, like in just you know like in specifically African American right locations they don't have power courts you know, I've worked elections before you get all of your materials and drop them off at the locations the day before, you know what I mean? And like Mm -hmm. have them in the room. You have it there. It's all very systematic. You have a checklist. You have to make sure this, this, you have another person there with you going, yep, yep, yep. We have all these things. Yep. Okay. We're ready. And so just for, you know, so we don't have enough stations. We don't have power cords. Um. Someone just showed a picture of a teacher found a whole, like, in her school, which was a voting um, polling place, a whole, like, box of provisional ballots that were just wow. put in, a, like, another, like, a storage closet or something. Like, so these are the types of things. I was like, mm-hmm. no. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very much like, okay, if you lose, you know, bow out gracefully, you lost. Sure. But no, not this time. Like this is one of those times if you're going to like fight, this is it because there's just too much, too many shenanigans going on. Too many shenanigans, and it's very close. Like it's not like
0: it wasn't a landslide.
1: It's not a landslide. So that's the that's the other piece of it is that there's all these shenanigans and. the, you know, if you add in the shenanigans, like sh- they could be neck and neck, you know, right. I mean, even even more so than they already are. So yeah, it's it's. I don't blame her for not conceding at this point. Like it yeah. seems, yeah, yes. And I will say this again: she is a spellman woman. issues <laughs> <she> is. <laughs> um, And like I said, when we were like one of my um, classmates, put on her social media thing. Like we were freshman when she was senior a senior and she was like senior class pre- you know like student body president uh-huh. and like she was like you were in awe of her as like mm. a college student so now she's a uh, you know gone on Yale and you know mm. learning and you know all that extra learning <laughs> higher, higher learning yeah more learning. Even <laughs> more learning you know like magna cum laude from you know Spellman and you know Yale and like served in government you know at the state level in Georgia and has you know many years of experience and yeah like yeah so you know she is not yeah she has nothing to play with and I'm just mm. annoyed with some of the comments that people have been making on social media I was like I know I shouldn't listen yeah don't the- do that to yourself yeah because it's like it's just amazing to me the things that people say and I just mm. like like so I was like oh yeah you know she can you know I'm sure there's a job at Dollar General she can ha-. and I was like okay she gonna Mm-mm. work at nope. Dollar General Mm-mm. like nope. um, Brian Kip is the one who has like a, under, a degree in agriculture from UGA like mm-hmm. you know like we're, let's not talk about it's, let's not bring pedigree into let's this. let's not bring then, then, pedigree. Then you're, then you're really your your guy your guys in trouble. Your guys in trouble. So let's not start that. So let's yeah, not go that. That's there. problematic. Yeah. It's just yeah. Pro- you know, and like again, like you know me, I'm not like I probably like this is one of those, you know, like I I'm, I'm obviously not in Georgia, but like, you know, Stacey Abrams politics are probably not my flavor, but Oh Mark, um, she's too liberal for me. Yeah, but I know you struggled with that decision. I did, but I was like a California Republican is not a Georgia Republican. Right. And I can't get with just some of the things that he did and said. And I don't even, and part of me, which makes it even worse, like he's very Trump like to me, and that I he's totally playing to like the base and not mm-hmm. just the base, but like the base of the base. The base uh, of the base. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, that's, often, that's often immediately the issue because the base, yeah, it, it's not exactly right. Yeah. Right. So, like speaking to a certain Georgian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, the things that he did in like the political commercials, like he, and one, he got in a pickup truck and it was like, yeah, I'm going to get in my truck and round up all the um, illegals or whatever. And he's like, yep, that's right. I said it. And I was like, did I just watch this? Like, was this one?" Is he going to round up people in his pickup truck? Yes. So he said (laughs) stuff like that on on an ad that they like repeated over and over again. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I just. Where are we? Where are we? What wonderland are we? yeah so i was like i just i just yeah not even i was like i cannot and i was like and at least like you know i don't agree with everything stacy abrams like stands for i agree with some of the things and at least i know that she has experience she is capable and she's smart and bright and she wants to do what's best you know what i mean and i feel like she's not um I just think she's smart. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I I don't don't think, I know she is. And so it's just like, I just, yeah, I just know she wants to do the right thing and Mm -hmm. not just playing to people just to win or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or so I just, uh, uh, it's just so, so yeah, I was just like, I can't, I just, I just could not, I Oh, there there was no way. I was I could not. Yeah, no, so, it was it's it's a it's a whole different game out there. It's a whole different game. I was like, I I can't like I I told somebody, I was like, for the first time ever in my life, I think I voted straight Democrat. I've never known that. And even in California mm-hmm. for certain elections, like you don't even they don't even like identify, like in a general right. Like it's mm-hmm. one of them like it's just like whatever like it's there's right. no part you know who's who but like right. there's no party on the ticket like you can't vote like that so yeah i was like i i, I can't hear her. i can't i can't hear it's <laughs> <traffic>. <laughs> it was like no because i used to always complain about living in a blue state about certain things and i was like yeah this red state business is um uh-uh. it's it's for real it's different. It's different Confederate flags. And, you know, I was like, yeah, Oof. I can. Mm. Girl, yeah. It Man. Whole, yeah. I was like, showing a house, and I look across the street, and there's a Confederate flag. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So, you yeah, know, I was like, you, you mm-hmm. sure you want to leave here? Yeah. Right. I don't know I, I, okay. Can I leave right <laughs> now? <laughs> That's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, I mean, yeah. Georgia is, Georgia's got some real serious pockets of crazy yeah I mean like yeah there's certain places like I I would tell you I was like when I drive to uh Betsy's house I won't stop like in certain places because I was like I don't know yeah don't run out of don't run out of gas don't get a flat tire Mm -mm. no I was like no no mm -mm." Mm -hmm. and I was like and that's a shame like to like even think that I'm like but sure it's like a real like I'm you know, which was like you know you like driving up and down that road like it's dangerous, and mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, but yeah, you know, I was like I'm you know safe as I possibly can be, but I was like yeah, if I don't see no black people and I like have to take back roads or something, I'm like, Lord Mm-mm. Jesus, no, I ain't don't do for that. nothing, yeah, no, yeah, it reminds me of that podcast, um, S Town, um. And that was in Georgia. That was Alabama. But
0: yeah,
1: um, similar, just like, you know, that the setting of the uh, the guy who's the, the focus is this, you know, completely off the main drag town that's like stuck in 1929, mm-hmm. or, you know, in terms of like, you know. Um, the big company that employs, like the big junkyard that employs a lot of the people, is like called. Um, you know, it's a family name, so it's like, what is, What was it? It was something crazy, like Kramer, Kramer, and Kramer. So that's KKK, right? You know, and it's like wink, wink. You know? Yeah. I oh, was <laughs> like, okay, yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's, I mean, that's the. The Deep South is still the Deep South and it's a scary place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a scary place for brown people. hmm mm-hmm. Okay. You have more about the... So no, the... just likewise in Florida, I won't read this whole story because um, of time, but um, Out of the mm-hmm. Orlando Sentinel by Stephen Limonjello. Nice name, Stephen. Um like Limoncello. Leo, I love a good Limoncello. Oh, I know. Um.
0: Okay.
1: Lake Cuomo. I want to go mm-hmm. to Lake Cuomo and enjoy like a lovely limoncello. I know, just like, <sighs> you know. Mm, sounds lovely. delicious. Okay, so relaxing. All right. Yes, go. Okay. Go, okay. Let's start. Um, <laughs> uh, Florida governor's race faces recount. As yeah. Senate race gets even tighter. So similarly in Florida, another typically red state where we had a very uh, contentious race, Democrat mm-hmm. Andrew Gillum was 0. 0.52 percentage points behind Republican, Republican Don DeSantis, a margin that's just less than 43,000 votes. A margin within 0. 0.5 points would trigger an automatic machine recount. though it would have to be approved by the Florida State Secretary of State. The Florida Uh governor's race is heading to a machine recount, and the U.S. Senate race there will face a lengthier manual recount after returns from Broward County on Thursday pushed Democrats Andrew Gillum and U.S. Senator Bill Nelson closer to the Republican opponents Ron DeSantis and Governor Rick Scott. Uh Um, At the same time, Uh, Democrat Nikki Freed took the lead over Republican Matt Caldwell by 564 votes in the race for agriculture commissioner, which is also headed to a manual recount. Um, In the gubernatorial race, Gillum trailed DeSantis by less than 39,000 votes, which is 0.47 as of early evening. So a recount is automatically triggered when the margin drops below 0.5 points. Um, so that's another one. Again, this is a pretty long article, so I won't yeah, go and he into it. he had conceded, too. We were like, not he so fast. He had conceded. Not so fast. So, um, it's, um, so it's interesting, too. I thought one of the interesting aspects of both of these stories that were similar were the rules that are in place that will automatically trigger either a recount. Or in the Georgia case, a runoff, Um, and so um, just interesting the things that are sort of like built into the system in order to say, you know what, let's double check this. Um, So, um, so yeah, so these are two, these are these are just two, um, and both governor um, uh, races that are very close and still. you know still yet to be officially decided um and there's a couple of you know like there's still a couple of even and i think uh, there's another um article that i read but didn't um print out that was like a buzzfeed article about like there's a a good handful of um just across the nation like a few seats that are super close by like hundreds or just thousands of votes where they're not going to be decided. They're going to probably be at least electronically recounted, if not manually recounted. Um, your vote counts, people. Every vote vo- counts. <laughs> every, every vote counts. Um, and um, and so, yeah, the midterm elections were on Tuesday, but they are not over. Um, no, and like at least in two of the, the big three like gu- gubernatorial races were Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Mm-hmm. And okay, and in O'Rourke he did lose.
0: Um, he did.
1: Yeah. Um in Texas, which, you know, wasn't surprising. But like no. yeah, the fact that yeah, that these two were so close. Like, so close. You know, yeah, like these this is gonna be interesting to see the outcome. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see where everything goes. So, um, you know, there's a lot that there's, there's a lot that's happened this week around the midterms and obviously you know, the bigger New. The biggest news out of the the midterms as a whole is that um, the the house has now been taken over by the democrats, um, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and that the I'm senate. Sorry. What the senate has. I keep has thinking rem- about the Maxine Water memes. All the Maxine oh, Water memes. Oh my god. Oh my lord. Oh, there's so many. Okay. People are really obsessed with her. I don't understand, but um, yeah, the memes are funny. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I mean, and to me, I think, again, we've been talking about this, you know, this uh, country divided theme for a while now. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating to me that, you know, with the, all the energy leading up to the midterms, and now you literally have a Congress that that mirrors exactly what we've been talking about like it is absolutely divided in half um so it's very it's uh, you know i don't know like I, in a way i feel like it it in a way i i've always felt like having um having that plurality in within the government um to me, is better than having it heavily one-sided, one way or another, um, because like you want there, you want government to be you want the checks and balances. You want the, the checks and balances. You thing. want it to be informed. Like I, right. you know, so I am actually not uncomfortable with that. Um, I, you know, I understand it becomes problematic, but it makes it so that you have to work a little harder for things you know like you have mm-hmm. to talk talk things out you there there's negotiation and compromise are the only way um so but what's 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 difficult about the the current situation is just the fact that it doesn't seem like anyone's willing to be tempered or compromise or not right now like everything is yeah like this fever fever you know, pitch yeah yeah. Oh, I'm like okay. Oh, we're still in the news, but my whatevers are gonna be short. Did you see mm-hmm. the press conference and the whole oh, thing? That's one of the that's one of the news stories I had to pass over because I was like, "This is so dumb. I cannot." Why? Why are you telling me I didn't see what I saw? Like I don't understand that. Did you see it? I was like, I was watching it. Like that. That's not what happened. I didn't see so- that at all. Well, you're saying the Trump one, right? Where he yeah, where like it. yeah, and like uh, when Acosta was asking him about the caravan, he's like, okay, mm-hmm. is it an invasion? If they still haven't gotten here, so like he was questioning about that, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, let me run the country. And you run CNN, which you're not doing a very good job of because the ratings are horrible. And so, right. you know, his usual <laughs> right. Yeah. Thing. And so, like, an intern came up to grab the microphone. The intern thing was crazy. And that's the part. And so then they took, you know, his hard pass. So he can't, he's not allowed to come to mm-hmm. any more press conferences because they said he manhandled her or was you know he like he did her. he was just standing he just kind of kept he held on to the microphone He held, and I was like you can't tell me what I that I didn't see what I saw like, yeah he did not and that they used doctored um um Sanders used doc a doctored video that like sped his part up so that it looked like he was, co- when he was just like holding his hand out, like it looked like he karate chopped her. No, are you serious? That I didn't yes! see. Yes. Yes. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah. And so are I was serious? like, Are you serious? And I was oh, like, You my can't word. do that. Like, no. Like, you can no. That, okay, you've gone to. I was like, You've gone too far, like, for two years. But, like, seriously, <laughs> like, how much more ridiculous can it get? Like, I, I'm just like, and I was like, she was grabbing at him and like snatching and he was just like, no, excuse me, ma'am. Like, no, like I can ask questions and right. I'm like, this is that's like a press room. Like, that's what a press room is. It's like right. they're asking questions. If you don't answer it, they're gonna keep asking because <laughs> they like have stories to write or you know, shows to produce. Mm. So like that's like what happens and so he just doesn't answer anybody's questions so yeah like that's what's going to happen so anyway or even pretend to answer someone's questions like most politicians do where they answer give you an answer a non-answer you know give you a non-answer like he's just like sit down yeah nope be quiet sit down so Mm -hmm. yeah it's take the mic from from journalists so oh it's just it's, it's, it's ma'am, it's, it's again, mayhem. yeah. I mean, this, this is not Russia or or North Korea, or like it's not your company, you know. Like, it's you're not no, your company, you cannot run it like the Trump. Yeah, this is the United yeah. States of America, and we have a free press. <laughs> and, Problematic as they as problematic are. as they are, like you have to either yeah. It's just yes. it's crazy. There's like I said, there was there's so much because this has been such a oh. political week. It's because of the midterms and everything that's unfolded since then, Um and you know, and then you just have regular news that's just going on. There's so much that I could have reported on. It was very hard to narrow it down. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! It's it's bananas. I just you know, I mean, and the thing is like. I, you know, I, you know, I have strong political leanings or whatever. But for me, ultimately, what um, uh, supersedes all of that is a view, you know, a, a worldview that informs by just overall peace of mind. You know, like I am very comfortable with the fact that there is no political solution to the problems of this world. And so, while Where- I am you know while i lean conservative and will vote conservative and you know and whatever um you know i'm i'm clear that like there is no one solution that's going to come from you know earthly men um or w- earthly men or earthly women um and so i i you know i fulfill my civic duty i do those things um because i think that they're important um but I really do like leave it all at the ballot box, like I fill mm-hmm. in my you know, and it's just you know i so i really for me, I think it's a cautionary point for anyone who cares to listen um that there's um there's a greater plan in place, you know, and that this world is um, headed somewhere and that there is a divine plan. And so I, you know, I do think it's our responsibility to make it a better world while we're here and to do our best and all of that. Um, but it, I think for that, that piece of it really becomes um, what we do in our homes, what we do in our communities, what happens face-to-face mm-hmm. face with people, um, that we take care of one another, and, um, and that ultimately... Um, these, the rest of this is just, you know, drama being played out on a bigger theater. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so let's not um, hang our every hope on that um, because I do feel like that for a lot of people, politics is their religion. And that is a false god to hang on. So um, just a cautionary note there. I'm saying because all of them have a, another person that they worship. Yes, a thing yeah money. whatever that may money be money and yep. power yep mm-hmm. okay so very good all the news and all the news. on a lighter note please um viral vox. Viral vox. so did you get a chance to see um donna brazil no okay so do you, you know who donna brazil is right she's msnbc uh, no cnn cnn and okay. you know political
0: commentator uh,
1: right yes but she worked on the believe really the gore campaign you know democrat democratic strategist okay um former democratic strategist and now she's more of a commentator um so she's you know an older black woman mm-hmm. um always has like the hair kind of silvery yeah she's got and, like a silver streak so, yeah, and okay. like, you know, always kinda like auntie hair where you know she has she still uses sponge rollers and you see <laughs> the little like bend in the front from the strip sponge rollers and, you know. Oh, another sponge roller. Okay, go ahead. Okay, but she came out this week with her hair um fried, dyed and laid to the side. This did gorgeous, she? gorgeous. Um silver gray bob oh and the makeup was perfection like hey eyeliner hey mascara okay like just beat face beat and so (laughs) the funny thing was i didn't notice because i don't watch cnn like i don't watch uh you know and then we did we avoided that we were watching something else um election night because we just couldn't handle it and um so i was on my facebook feed and one of the guys was like oh god of brazil got a makeover and i was like what the hell is that about and so the next i go on social media and everybody so i was like i've seen her in person and i didn't recognize her for that picture Oh my and, goodness! I'm looking at a picture now. She looks good. Does she look gorgeous? And so the comment <laughs> girl, the comment black Twitter was like, "Oh, I know black Twitter went in." So got well and white Twitter too. So this guy was like, "Your hair is so next level. I needed to take an elevator to see it." Tip of the hat, ma'am. <laughs> Girlfriend, any day you're on my television is a good day. I respect your analysis and insight. And can I just say, your hair is on point. Uh, So there's a lot of you look amazing. Your hair and makeup are on point. That hair is laid, honey. Um, That hair is lit. Um, That hair, though, um, this was hair laid to the gods, my dear. Looking like an entire eight-course meal. You better slay. So there was just <laughs> a lot of that work, slay, and all of that. And one little oh, man was like, Miss Donna looking all cute. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. Yes. I mean, and she, it's so different than her. You're right. Her, like, the, the before and after kind of yes, photos that I'm looking like, at. she still has, like, her... Uh, profile pic is her with her regular auntie hair. And then it's like, mm-hmm. girl, look at you. Girl, got a new stylist. She must have got a new uh-huh. stylist. Yeah, she was like, oh, these midterm elections are going to be all that. Let me mm-hmm. up my game just a little bit. Oh, so, that yes. is hysterical. So I love that. So, yeah. I love you it. That's hysterical. Girl. You better yeah. go ahead, Donna. You better go ahead do it honey um <laughs> she did that so that was hilarious oh, so i loved I it love it yes yeah, so um yeah i had another thing but i saw that when i was like okay that was too mm, cute that's terrific yeah so uh wait tell me everything so mm-hmm. it's a lot of baby stuff but I'm going to start babies. with Bring yeah, I'm babies. Bring on the babies. I'm going to, well, I'm going to start with something first before the baby. Okay. If so okay. you want to have a baby. Um, oh, uh, no, no, my. Elba, <laughs> oh uh, yes. People Magazine's <laughs> sexiest man alive <laughs> for 2018. Right. Yeah. So. Amen. Was... Yeah, oh, Lord. Um, 20, <laughs> uh, oh, Twitter. I was like 20. Twitter, he wrote, Who'd have thought it? Everybody in the world. That's who. Um, thank right. you. <laughs> thank you, and people, and all the fans for naming me hashtag sexiest man alive. Don't forget to grab your issue this week. I'm honored, English spelling, and thankful. Mm-hmm. What's even more important is your vote in the midterm elections. Your vote can make a difference. So that's was... really funny. Yeah. So finally, I think this is his first time gracing. Um, the uh-huh. cover as the sexiest man alive and great mm-hmm. decision. I yeah. fully support it. <laughs> I fully support it. Something we can all get behind. I think, you know we what? We this... cross the aisle. Yeah, I was going to say, in these contentious times, I think that this is all something this is something we can all agree on. This is something we can all agree on as a country. I feel like black, white, gay, straight, everyone. Everybody everyone agrees. That, that man is fine. Oh, <laughs> no. He's fine. Uh, Lord, Lord, <laughs> if, uh, that is hysterical. Oh so my yeah. gosh! So yeah. that is that. That is uh, that. And then all the baby news. So first, like the congratulations, one, two. Um, Mrs. Kenya Moore Daly, who used to be, you know, the former Miss USA actress and now more commonly known as a former cast member of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her hubby um, welcomed their daughter earlier this week, Brooklyn Doris Daly.
0: This mm-hmm. is her biggest
1: first marriage, I believe. Doris? And yeah, I think that's her mother or grandmother's. I think it's her oh, grandmother's I name. I love a baby named Doris. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Doris <laughs> Daly. <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah. So no, she hasn't re- re- uh, released pictures yet. I'm pro- I'm sure she's probably gonna do like a magazine reveal. And um yeah, forty seven. Forty seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. Her first baby. Uh, let me tell you what I don't wanna do at forty seven. <laughs> but this is something she's wanted to be married and have a baby and you just have it and you know, this is what she wanted and I think she was you know, hat was had suffering from pre- preeclampsia, so they had to come. You know, mm. she had to, you know, have the baby a little early. Mm. So yeah, so congratulations to her. Although, like when my cousin would say, one of her um friends, like a mutual friend, had had a, adopted a baby and was like maybe fifty or something, mm. and one of their mutual friends was like, "Ooh, girl, babies are a young woman's game." Mm-hmm. Um, and I would agree.
0: But I would agree.
1: I would tend to agree. Kudos to her and you yes. know, she has the means to get plenty of help and good for her. And speaking of again, um older women having <laughs> babies. Okay. Uh congratulations are in order to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade on the birth of their okay. daughter yesterday. Okay. Um, they um announced it actually just a couple of hours ago, actually. Oh a few hours ago, um, that they welcomed their first child together baby girl via surrogate. Uh she was born yesterday. Oh, via and... surrogate. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know, she mentioned in her book and um that she had like maybe eight miscarriages. So she just had problems Wow like, Yeah miscarriage yeah infertility and like then just like carry the baby like she just could not you know wasn't able to um go through the process so yeah you know complete the pregnancy so yeah so she's you know they fight it, decided I guess mm. to go this route so she um posted an instagram post you know like I said a few hours ago some um a little bit, a quote from the song lovely day and then she said, a lovely day. We are sleepless and delirious, but so excited to share that our, sorry, our miracle baby arrived last night via surrogate, and eleven seven will forever be etched in our hearts as the most loveliest of all the lovely days. Welcome to the party, sweet girl. And so oh. there's a few pictures of her um, and Dwayne with, you know, the baby. So... Congratulations. Yes, congratulations to them on the baby girl. So, yeah, so that's that, you know, those are the two like nice little baby news. Okay. Um, And now for the coonery. Um, Future, rapper Future, Mm -hmm. it was just announced that he again um, will be a father. Um, once again, I think this brings him up to four or five. I'm not sure. I think five. Um, he is having a child with his ex-girlfriend. Um, of course. I think her name is, I don't know if it's Joar Joy Chavez, who also has a baby with Bow Wow. Oh, okay. okay. And this is when it gets kind of, even you know it gets Atlanta crazy mm. because Future also has a child, of course, with Sierra, mm-hmm. and Sierra and Bowell wow dated for many years when they were younger. So now these did ex- they? Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. And so now they both have children who are siblings because of these two. So the thing is like it was she it was announced earlier that she was expecting and it was speculated that future was the father but mm-hmm. it was only confirmed this past week when he showed up at the baby shower and they posed for pictures and they did the re- you know reveal and all mm-hmm. that good stuff mm-hmm. um, but in recent months you know he had been seen canoodling and very much together <laughs> with his You know, the word canoodling with mm-hmm. his, one of his baby mamas, Brittany Mealy, who apparently they had gotten back together. Um, But then, of course, the baby. And Brittany went with him to the baby shower of his next oh, <laughs> oh, people, baby mama. I can't. Yes. And so oh. there was, you know, so a lot of people have been mocking her on, um. Twitter and calling her stupid and all that good stuff. I mean, it's really a strange choice. Like, I mean, okay. (laughs) The thing is... Yeah, like, it's one thing. Okay, like, it's bad enough that you're with somebody who's so freshly done with the person that they were previously with that the baby that they created isn't even born yet anyway. so there's that like there's just that which in and of itself is such a bad idea mm-hmm. um and then which also should should indicate to you possibly the level of permanency of your current situation with this person well, the thing is, like, he got, she was before Sierra. Who? Joy? The, no. Like, Joy is, like, fine. Like, she is, like, you know, she's pregnant, but Brittany, who was his former mm-hmm. baby's mama, who he is now back with. And now Mm-mm. she is going so, with, through. Yeah, so Brittany just, so So like, he, he been done, not been with her. <laughs> <laughs> like he was with her, not with her, with her, not with her. Like so, he pretty, pretty much. Mu- yeah, so pretty much when he's not with somebody, and there's rumors that he cheated on Sierra with her. You know, because he kind of like oh, goes Brittany, back, come, on, and Brittany, to her. And yeah, I'm he, mad at her though on that. Yeah, so people keep talking about her because so whenever he's not with somebody. He's with Britney. like that's kind of the thing. Like she, right? Because Brittany just like... apparently is just around, right? And she has the baby. Yeah, she has the kid, and you know, I think she likes the attention. She likes the money and the access she gets by being with Future. Whereas, you know, I'm sure like a lot of his baby moms like are like that too. Whereas Sierra's like, I got my own money. Like she doesn't need him in the same way as the other baby mamas need him. They don't need him either, but, like, you know, he has more money or whatever. Oh so, they are, yeah. So, you know, so people have been, you know, talking about, you know, future and whatever. So, he likes to subtweet people. So, this was on his um Instagram. You gonna cry in this phantom or that Nissan? Question mark. What? Speak English. So basically, <laughs> people are taking Esplen. that. <laughs> Explain. Explain to me. So basically, you know, Britney's been catching it from people, uh-huh. and she's been talking back. So I was like, "Oh, you bring a gift to the baby shower?" And she was like, "Yes." You know, like stuff like that. And so <laughs> apparently, she's upset now that everyone knows, and he took like very like nice pictures with the 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 one who's ex- Joy who's expecting well, whatever her name is who's mm-hmm. expecting the baby now and so people are you know get them Brittany like you stupid like for real like you accept this behavior and so Future likes to subtweet and all that kind of stuff so he's basically saying you know like she's crying she's upset so are you gonna cry in the phantom like in you know the f- nice fancy car or are you gonna cry in the Nissan okay got it mm-hmm. so that's what he said and so <laughs> and so like that's how <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> that's what he said oh, and Lord. so people are like um that's not okay like <laughs> <laughs> like, like how arrogant of him oh. and then I'm like I'll be in my knee side with the man who don't ooh stop cheating on me who wants to cheat on me how about I do that in my Nissan right yeah. well but like but but I mean he is in his own special way getting to the crux of the issue which is clearly you know Brittany that is the choice that Brittany is making every time right. she goes back with him and she's choosing the Phantom over the mm-hmm. Nissan Right. I mean so he ain't wrong like I mean show Girl. me a lie <laughs>
0: Right, awful.
1: It's awful, and they're all stupid. But Uh, he ain't—he ain't told any lies. He didn't, and it's kind. It reminds me too of—I know you don't watch this either, but um, I don't watch it. But I saw the clip. Um, you know the whole Ti and Tiny thing. He cheats on her all the time, Mm. and so she like divorced him because there's a picture. She filed for divorce. There's a picture. (laughs) Of him, like, touching on some woman or whatever. And he told her, he's like, you're mad at me because it's on blogs and people were texting you and all that kind of stuff. She's like, people wouldn't be texting me if you wouldn't be doing some, you know, all this stuff. He's like, no, you're mad because of this. So apparently, you know, he she knows, you know, that he Mm -hmm. cheats. And she's accepted it. She's now just embarrassed. Because it's been so public, and so he's basically like, you know what this is. So like, you just mad? You're not mad because this, this what? Mm-hmm. Now this has always been. You let me be me. We together. We got the kids. We got the house. But I do my mm-hmm. thing, and you ain't saying nothing all this time. But now that it's, you're embarrassed because okay. it's out in the public on the blog. You're gonna say something. He's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he says like, I'm not changing because this is how we. This is how we've done this. And so, to me, I was like, he ain't told no lies. Like, you accepted this for right. 10 years, however many years y'all been together, right. and now you're mad because you're embarrassed because, like, why are you letting this nigga do this to you? Right. Yeah, it's just, you know, all these women, like, why are you making these? Why do you, uh, you know, why are you so, um, un- why do you undervalue yourself so much that this is how you feel like this is this is the only choice that you have, you know. Like mm-hmm. I just, oh my god, I I don't understand. Ain't that much love in the world for me? Mm-mm. And then it's not love. It's just it's not love. It's like you know, it's the, the casual attention when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like it's not. It's not anything. Like it's oh, mm-hmm. it's so awful. It's so awful. Yeah. So that. Mm. Is that so. You know he's single-handedly trying to have like a basketball team. I don't know what he's doing, but like, <laughs> it's disgusting. Because I was like, how many women is he sleeping with? Ew. Yeah, and then like mm. without protection, and Ew. It's just Ew. gross. It's just it's just gross. And and honestly, I don't I don't understand the future fascination. Like I. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, mean, I don't I get that, it. I, I, there's like one song that I was like, his that I like." I do not think he's attractive at all. I don't. I mean, get it. yeah, and I just even I if he it. was like gorgeous, that still like, no. Acceptable. Like yeah, it doesn't. It's nothing... <laughs> like nothing to do with looks. Like yeah,
0: no. like it's
1: just he's he's real like below average looking and. Um. And it doesn't even matter, because ladies, you just, ladies need to do better. Do better, ladies. Do better. Because none of this would be possible without the the co-conspirator. You need a co-conspirator to get to be this foul. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, do better, ladies. Mm-hmm. Do, do better. Because this do is better. awful. This is, it's I mean, this guy. Gross. It's just—it's gross. It's just gross. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Ugh. Meh. Okay. So yeah, that's it. That's plenty. Yeah, that sounds like I'm done. So lots of babies. <sighs> Too many babies. Too many. Babies. <laughs> I mean, mean, at least in this last story, too many babies in the wrong sorts of ways. Like, I mean, oh, jeez. Yeah. Stop it. Cut it out. Stop it.
0: Cut it out.
1: (laughs) Oh, my word. Ridiculous. So bad. Yep. So that's Hmm. that. So, how was your week? Um, that's not that. my world. Oh, what are you doing? Got <laughs> a concert back there. Oh, my word. Um, okay, let's get personal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I already shared about my shoulder pain. <laughs> um, All right. Which is so ridiculous. I'm still so bad. Um, and, um... But that was just today. Um, How has my week been? I'm trying to see. I I did finally start listening to some of the podcasts you recommended, and they are all very good. Um, Uh So, um, And I also have started listening to um, Last Scene. It's the one about the um, art heist um, from the 70s and 80s. And it's still unsolved, like all those pieces of art out of the uh that Boston Museum are still missing. Huh, um, okay. It's um I'll look up the name now because I can't think of it. it's like a lady's name, the Ava somebody, Van somebody, I can't think of what it was. Let me look. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really interesting. So um it's um it's the Boston's Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, okay. Um, and this happened, um, I want to say, back in the '80s. And it's so good. It's just like a retelling um, of the whole thing. Like they interview people, the um, security guard, and all of that, and the security guards. And you know, was it an inside job? And it just, it's, it's. You know, I, I. I'd heard of the art pieces that are missing because they're oftentimes like if you watch any of these movies, like um, you know, the um, movies where it's like a piece of art is stolen or whatever, you know, or whatever, or, or there's some black market for like, you know, high end artwork. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. it'll be one of these pieces that is referenced as part of the plot because they're still missing. Like they were stolen and they're still gone, um, and so um, it's really interesting. So it's a it's a joint uh, effort by WBUR and the Boston Globe um, on this po- podcast. So the podcast name is Last Seen, and if you're interested in just it's just it it's basically a mystery. It's an unsolved crime, um, and um, and it it's it's all about kind of like you know who you know who did it, um, and were the people that. Um that were there, who were thought to be innocent at the time, were they actually part of the of the conspiracy, and you know part of the inside job to get these mm-hmm. um these art pieces, you know, so it's really good, so i I've okay that sounds like something I would like to listen to yeah there's and like you know there's a lot of like historical piece to it pieces to it, like it's very interesting, so um. So, yeah, so it's basically it's been called, you know, like the world's greatest art heist um, because, there, you know, lots of things have been stolen. I mean, the Mona Lisa has been stolen like a million times over, but they always get it back. In this case, mm-hmm. um, all of these pieces are still missing. And they're like, you know, there's like the the big one that's always mentioned is the Rembrandt of uh, that's a Rembrandt of Jesus on the, uh calming the storm on the seas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and. It's one of those things, like you know, like in modern day, no one's ever, you know, gotten a chance to lay eyes on it because it was stolen um, in the in this art heist and has never been seen again. Um, so there's only pictures of it. Um, so yeah, yeah it's just it's just very interesting, you know, like just this idea that it's out there somewhere, uh, <laughs> somebody has it, uh, but who and how and how have they been able to keep it? Um, secret for this long you know and it's one of just uh, a a bunch of pieces that were that were stolen that that night so I've been listening to that podcast so that's really good and I listened to the two that you mentioned the uh, gladiator and um, American scandal also all very interesting um I really am so sad with the whole Aaron Hernandez. I mean, I was already I already thought it was a very sad story, but listening to all mm-hmm. the details about it is it makes it drives home even more how sad it is. Um so yeah, so I've just been catching up on podcasts. Um and um trying to think if there's anything else I like, it's, it's actually been a pretty uneventful week, um for me. Um nothing major to report back on this it was a quiet weekend which was nice i didn't really have any specific plans or anywhere to be um so that was fine with me i'd I'd been i took a long walk oh this is funny so i took a long walk with uh the colonel and we went um into downtown Cover City, and they were having their little annual affair of the arts, you know. So it's like local artists, both like, you know, everything from like photographers to painters to jewelry makers and other like crafts, you know. So we walked through there, and can I just say, I don't think there are too many more judgmental people. Than other dog owners towards other dog owners <laughs> like and I don't know what that's about, but I've always felt like dog owners are like there's a there's a faction of like crazy wild eyed obsessive dog owners <laughs> who, um who judge other others based on whatever their like measuring stick is for like dog care and whatever. So I get to this thing. So the colonel's, you know, the, so it's basically like we took a, uh, by long walk from my, from my house to there. It was probably, it's a good like mile and a half, you know? And it was a nice day, but not super hot. Like it was kind of like, you know, kind of partial, partly cloudy, but nice, you know, probably in the seventies. Like it was a very nice day to just be out for a walk. Wasn't too hot, not too cold. Um, and we had uh just like walked pretty much the full mile and a half with you know just the occasional stop here and there for him to like you know squat and and you know stop at a bush or whatever you know mm-hmm. um and so we had just arrived on the plaza where this um where this whole you know this whole art a fear of the arts thing was happening and this lady um like i stopped to look at these uh, screen print t-shirts and i'm looking at them and this lady comes over and was like oh your dog you know like you know when you have a dog people just like randomly start conversation with you um oh look at your dog he's so cute i was like oh yeah is he friendly sure can you pet him sure go ahead you know so she's petting him she's like oh he's so hot he's panting oh his heart's beating really fast and i was like oh yeah you know we just got here like we literally just got here um so i was like yeah he just we just uh walked a mile and a half so yeah he's we're just we're just getting settled in and she was like oh well do, does he have you know he had his backpack on so she was like oh does he have water does, is there water in his backpack and I was like, "No. I was like, I'm going to I'm going to get him some water in a minute. We're about to go because we were. We we're going to like we we're walking through the the art booths, but there weren't that many. It's not a big event. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, we'll walk through here, see if I see anything that I like, and then we're going to go to our little So Why pal- are you justifying what you do with your dog to this? Right. Like, I mean, I had a plan, but I was just kind of like, um, yeah, no. You so I said to her, I was like, "No, I'm going to get him some water in a minute. We're going to go sit down somewhere." And she was like, Oh, and then what girl, why did she reach in her purse, like, let me see if I have oh no, I don't have any water. And I was like, He's fine. fine. Like (laughs) I was like, do you like I was like, I'm sure you passed by like 10 homeless people on your way over here. Did you stop with this much concern about them? (laughs) Like No, you know she now, you know. You you know she didn't. So that was just kind of like, Why are you stressed? This dog lives a better life than like, a third of the population of the world. <laughs> like, I mean... Like, like, he is so well taken care of. Like, he's a little hot right now, and he's panting because we just walked a mile and a half. Um, he's fine. He's fine. And uh, you don't need to worry about him, and you don't need to worry about me and, in relation to him. Like, it's good. So girl you about to have um oh dog, my god um, dog um i'm trying dog delilah like somebody calling the cops mm-hmm. on you for not abusing your dog yeah i was like please go away please go away um so so anyway she finally she finally gets off the whole dog topic um and it turns out she's one of the people on the committee for the Affair of the Arts or whatever. You know, she's striking up conversation for me. And there's a raffle. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get. Is that what you want? Well, how much is the raffle ticket? It's like, I will buy whatever the raffle ticket is. $5 for two tickets. Great. Here's $5. Thank you. Fill in the raffle ticket. Goodbye. Good luck. See you later. Right? So the colonel and I go off to our cafe. Um, I found some really cute earrings. Um, from this jeweler that I had bought from before, actually. Um, just some nice little gold hoops. I planned a rock in New York City. And, um, so, and then we, we walked over to the cafe, sat down and, you know, ordered him a bowl of water. Mm, About time. Oh, I know. Because I'm such a terrible dog owner. And, um, and so anyway, um. Why do I get a call? This is hysterical. So, like, I get a call and a voicemail, because w- I let it go to voicemail, that I won a prize in the raffle. Was it a bottle of water? And- <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I get a call that I won a gift basket from this place this this uh, little store on Main Street there in Culver City called the Ripped Bodice. <laughs> oh yes, that's exactly <laughs> what you need. So, that is hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? And I was like, "What is this?" So I've I've seen this store. It's all right on Main Street, and it's right next to the Dry Bar. And it's mm-hmm. also like you know. So I've seen the store, the name of it on the outside. And I've always simply assumed because of the name and because of the way it's kind of like hot pink and red and the window display has like black lace in it all the time or whatever. And like, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, it's kind of like, you know, like these sort of like uh, the mannequins are always set up in sort of like these loving poses, you know, like. (laughs) so the name name of the place is the ripped bodice so i just always assumed that it was like some sort of like lingerie adult romance-ish store so i was i just laughed like i got the message and i was like man i don't i don't want nor do i need this gift basket i'm good y'all keep it you know it's fine y'all can have my little five dollars it's not a big deal um and um, but it turns out and I still don't want it but it turns out this is even weirder I think this store is not what I thought it was it's actually a bookstore that's dedicated solely to romance novels isn't that strange okay so bookstores are like pretty non-existent obsolete right mm-hmm. yeah and so what you're going to do mm-hmm. is have a bookstore dedicated to just one, one th- very specific genre hmm. romance novels and I was like mm ew like I was like really like i it's i'm so like i'm even more confused too because i was like okay your name doesn't tell me what you are at all and it really should because you have a very specific niche that you're trying to reach and i would not get that from your name so if you're wanting uh like if you're if there i'm assuming there's an audience of people who are really into romance novels they are, but the thing is, you can, like, just buy them from, like... Amazon? No, but not even that. Like, you can go to... My aunt I used to go to the Goodwill and uh, get romance novels. uh uh-huh. Because there were lots of them. Yeah. So... It just seems so odd. I was like, mm-hmm. you might want to have a name that really indicates what it is that you actually sell because no one thinks that you're selling books. No. Um, and what are you doing? What's that boop? It's my... oh God, I'm trying <laughs> to finish this project. Not doing it's, it quietly. About, no, I was because I've been working on it now for quite some time. <laughs> but... Uh, i turned the actually turned the volume up Mm because i'm not used to doing this Mm -hmm. okay sorry as you were saying, anyhow it's just so weird so i was like okay i still don't want the gift basket because i am not a fan of romance novels um Mm. But I s I um I discovered what the what the store is actually about and I think it's even stranger than what I thought it was already about. <laughs> um so weird. So anyway, so that was my weekend. That was like I mean, that was mostly Saturday and we you know, we had a good time, walked home and um and then and that's been pretty much it. So it's all all is well over here. Um not, not a whole lot to report I, I, was, I was thinking about going to the movies there's a lot of stuff out there that I want to see um, but I haven't um, so and I did finish watching um, on Netflix oh my god okay I have to share this okay so as we all know the final season of House of Cards is being done it has been done it's out And it's without Kevin Spacey Mm -hmm. because of the whole sexual assault thing. Mm -hmm. And when I, did you watch it? Have you watched it? No, I haven't watched it from that season when the guy was in jail and the guy was pleasuring himself near him. And I was like, no, thank you. And I haven't watched since then. (laughs) Okay. So... I had watched up and up through the last season that Kevin Spacey did. It continued to be well-written, well-acted, interesting, you know, and and crazy and whatever. And so they went ahead and pulled together this final season and and attempted to do it. And, uh, you know, with having written Kevin Spacey's character out of it. And when I tell you it was awful... It is possibly the worst series finale that I have ever watched. It It is equivalent in writing and acting to how bad the last season of the Gilmore Girls was when they rushed to finish it because it was announced that all of a sudden they wouldn't be picked back up for another season so they just kind of like it was exactly the same sense of like oh let's just get this you know and try to piece it together
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was so bad like it was i was and i'm and i watched it all the way through and I, the whole time i was like just waiting for it to Turned back around. Yeah. Like I was actually like just almost at that point, just there was at some point like around the third episode in, I'm like, okay, it's just, it has to get better. Like it has to start making sense. And it was so confusing the plot lines and the characters and where they overlapped and all of that was so convoluted, like, like impossible to follow. It was so bad. It was so bad. And the whole premise was that Claire takes over as president. was she vice president She was um how it like that that all happened the previous season, and i can and i right. i would I would have to rewatch it to tell you how that all happened, but that's that was already in place uh-huh. um so they capitalized on that and just basically made it so that he died, and so that's how they, wrote, you know, they wrote him off. And she still, but that was the only linear thing. Like that was the only thing that was like, okay, he's dead, and the whole time you're not really sure who, why, how he died. You know, like you just, it just starts off with him already gone and her already in office. Um, so. But that was and that was the only thing that like from the start, you're like, okay, this is what's happening. But other than that, like everything was so convoluted. And so like to where I like literally posted on Facebook, like I was like, am I the only one like I was like, it, it made you feel stupid. Because I was like, am hmm. I not like, am I like, I'm not. A- Fairly intelligent (laughs) like i'm i'm pretty good even like with complicated storylines where you really have to like you know pay attention like i can i can usually track but i am not tracking and thankfully someone one of my other facebook friends was like no no like a few people were like no it's not just you and then, like, I, I, there was one guy who was like, I just stopped. He was like, I watched the first three, and I'm I'm done. I can't. Like, this is terrible. And someone else, like, watched it all the way through, and we're like, yeah, nope, still didn't make sense all the way through to the end. Like, that was terrible. I mean, it was, so, I mean, it seems to be the, like, common um, uh, consensus that um, that it just sucked. And it's really disappointing to have a show that was pretty strong in terms of, um Plotline and interest and and writing and and acting and everything just just completely nosedive for the last season. It's really disappointing. Um, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's, it's a bummer. Um, so, but what I am looking forward to starting to watch is uh, Homecoming on uh, Amazon Prime with Julia Roberts. That's out now. So oh, that's okay. that's my that's my next uh, my next project once I have a chance What's to next project. That's my next project is to get in some some, uh... Now, if I'm correct, it's the same Homecoming that already had a podcast. There's a podcast called Homecoming that was it was like Greg Kinnear. Okay. And, um, a few, like, it was all like very, like, notable um actors who lent their voice talent to this podcast. and okay. my So my understanding is that the show Homecoming inspired the, the podcast Homecoming inspired the Amazon show. Um, so yes. Julia Roberts plays the woman who on the podcast is, uh, oh, I can't think of who it is. Um, but anyway, so I'm I'm interested in seeing how that that plays itself out because um, I actually didn't finish the podcast. I listened to the first season, um, so it should be interesting. But she's like a therapist. Um, speaking of, um, kind of goes back to our first news story. She's a therapist who works with uh, soldiers who are suffering from PTSD. Okay. So, yeah, so that's on Amazon Prime, and I think it's one of those things where they dropped all the episodes at once, so. Um, that's what I love. Love that. So, yeah, so that'll be a good, like, binge-worthy thing and whatever. So, anyway, okay. that's my, that's all I've got. It's not, not a whole lot. What's going on with you? Like, nothing. Like, I have been <laughs> living a very boring life, and I'm with that um, you mm-hmm. know, work always but I was in Warner Robins with the girls uh most of the week. I just came back home today um on auntie duties and mm-hmm. they are hilarious. Thank um her. that little one just makes me laugh so much where she you know is we were. I was taking to school yesterday, and she's like, "I don't want to go to school."
0: <laughs> and I
1: was like, "What? I want to stay at home." And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna be at home. Like, I'm gonna be working. I'm gonna be out all day." And then mm-hmm. she like hugs me and like, "I don't want to go." And I was like, "Okay, well, you're going. So get in the car." Right. And so then there was discussion about the oldest one wanted to have starbucks when she got picked up and i was like okay we can do that mm-hmm. and um but she was like "Ooh, like um a slushy you know she's like i want to she's like i want a slushy now and i was like it Mm-mm. is 7 30 right. in the morning you're not getting a slushy before you go to school like are you insane and so I was like, no morning slushies, no morning slushies. And me and the oldest were like chanting that. Mm-hmm. And of course, she started in with the counter. Morning slushies. <laughs> morning. <laughs> 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 so she is, oh my gosh, she's so funny. She just says things that just, oh my gosh, she's hilarious. So she cracks me up. So, yeah, so mm. they were fun and, yeah, just, you know, open houses this weekend and stuff and just, yeah, I, I watched a lot of TV. Um, for whatever reason, I've been binge watching um, New Girl. Okay. I love that show. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And they're so silly, and it just makes me laugh. So they good. Mm-hmm, big fan. So sure. um, yeah. Although, oh my gosh, someone just told me about a gig where um you get paid to um post about to rewatch Gilmore Girls and and um post about it. And I was like, I can do that. Like, oh my god, was, I just, I, I wish I'd known. I just, uh, like, did that. Yeah, I was like, it's about time for me to, like, do that again. So I was like, oh yeah, let me, let me find out more about this gig. <laughs> so I was like, I'm literally doing that as we speak. Like, I'm literally watching
0: Gilmore Girls as we speak.
1: That is so funny. And literally mm-hmm. over the summer, that's, I like started, I, you know, started watching for me. I remember I texted you and I was like, I hate Lorelai Gilmore so much. Yeah, I was like, she's the worst. I hate her. She's the worst. I I had forgotten how much I hated her until I got towards the end. You know, I actually stopped because I was so annoyed. Like, I got into season six, which is close to the end, you know? And -hmm. and I was like, oh, she's so awful. She's so awful. Yeah, I don't get the love for her. I don't get the love for Jess. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. love, love, love. Logan Huntsberger. Oh, so I'm much. so Team Logan all day, every uh, day. After the longest morrow I was like, "Oh my God, the rocket! I, I love you. He's yeah. the best." Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah." So okay, so yes. Yeah, so on that note, yeah, <laughs> nothing happened. Life, life happened. I'm like nothing exciting. Thank yeah. God. I'm. Yeah. I, I I love that. My my fave, John Mulaney, he was like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, someone asks you what you do, you know, over the weekend, you're like, I didn't do anything. You know, like you're upset about it. (laughs) Like you're an adult and someone asks you, what did you do over the weekend? You're like, um, oh, I did. I did nothing. It was great. It's just relaxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, it's like a totally different thing. Like when you're a kid and you didn't do anything, you're like so mad. When as an adult you're like it's so rare and you're just like, It was glorious. (laughs) It was glorious. Adults are like, really? That yeah, tell great. me more about tell that. Me yeah, about how you did nothing, and then you're like, yeah. okay, so like I slept till like nine. What? And then like I had like a really like leisurely breakfast, and then like I binge watched, you know, Netflix. And they're like, yeah, that wow, so that sounds great. Like, I yeah. know. Yeah, I sit in my well, PJs all day. Literally, was... that was my week. You know, oh, so for, like, yesterday nice. where I did, like, have to be out and about, like, several mm-hmm. hours. But the other two days, I was like, yep, everybody's gone. I'm here by myself watching the Netflix, mm-hmm. eating, and sleeping late. It's fantastic. It is. It's, it's, it's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. I love weekends where there's no plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the thing is like I work on the weekend, so like having a couple of days off and like, you know, doing stuff but minimal stuff. It's good. I enjoy it. Now I'm just looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah, it should be fun. Oh, I'm we're gonna um be hanging out in Temecula the day after Thanksgiving and I'm excited about that. What? Yes, we yes will be Me in girls. Myrtle Beach. Nice. And, um and of course watching um The Crimes of Grindelwald of course. while we're there. And um there will be some white Hennessy there, and so there will be <laughs> cocktails. Mm, very good. Cocktails and eating relaxing oh that sounds lovely i cannot wait because again mrs Benson's food reminds me of my mom's food so oh that's nice so and it's since, nice to have other people's parents because mm-hmm. like she's like the other person like her girls feel the same way about my felt the same way about my mom so mm-hmm. That's her there's like anything your mom cook, I'm gonna eat it because I know mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. And so like their mom, i was like anything your mom cook, I know it's good. You know mm-hmm. she's been kind of like on this healthy thing lately, which is fantastic because you know you should.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: even that's delicious. So yeah, so all in favor of yummy, yummy, Mrs. Benson, nice. Thanksgiving food, delicious, it sounds and good. drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. V2 is bringing, like I said, the white Hennessy, so we, we are <laughs> ready. All right. That all sounds terrific. So mm-hmm. we are T-minus two weeks to Thanksgiving, and T-minus exactly four weeks to New York City. If I can make, make it, it there, there I'll, I'll make, make it, it anywhere. anywhere. It's up up to you, you. New New York! York. (laughs) New Jazz Hands! Oh, I am doing jazz! New (laughs) York! Yeah! Yeah! And we apologize for that. I'm so sorry. Sorry for that. Okay. And although I think we're praising New York, I still, still think that was just as bad as what we did for Boston. So, sorry, New York. Um. <laughs> we apologize to our listeners and to all residents of New York City. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Uh, but we are excited. And we will be yes. there in four weeks. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. Woo. All right. All right. Enough of this. (laughs) I'm still me. Okay, all right. Mm -mm, I'm still shaking, shaking my tail feathers. Mm -mm. I use bathroom. Or that. <laughs> oh, that TMI. Great. Nobody needed to know that. TMI. But, no one needed to know that. Because this is not our own private conversation. It's okay. Not. Uh, but yet, there you have it. Oh, erase all that. Take right. that out. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait, me at gmail.com.